everyone, and welcome to the Contingency Plan Podcast. My name is Jedi Master David, and with me as always is Darth Austin. Hello, everyone. Back in the house, back to some Bad Batch, more comics that we um, may or may not care that much about. May or may not be the ones we actually plan to read. I don't know. I, I think I think we're on I think we're on the plan. At least I hope. <laughs> I mean the comic has Jabba on the cover, so it doesn't really matter either way, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we are the detail guys. Yeah. So we, we care deeply <laughs> about the details. Oh goodness. Yes, but, folks. But not on this one. <laughs> well. Yeah, so we're we're obviously back again. We're gonna talk some bad batch. We got uh, episode thirteen infested and then we are going to take a look through uh, the second issue in the weapon of the jedi series again based upon the book from the lead up to force awakens and then in the somewhat confusing canon of this war of the bounty hunters i think we were supposed to be on war of the bounty hunters the main line two called scoundrels ball the scoundrels ball um, whether that's true or not, don't know. No idea at this point. And I don't feel like looking it up either. All I know is when you sent me the schedule, it said Jaina the Hutt. Well, I, I, I think, I think, so. uh, yeah, I think I was looking through and I think I got confused and I meant Jabba the Hutt because there is a standalone called Jabba the Hutt. Right. And I think I got War of the Bounty Hunters, the main line and Jabba the Hutt and I compressed them together because the the job of the hut one I think was the one that just dropped. So that was one of the new ones I had for you which meant that came out uh well, Wednesday. Well, after you would have sent that. So Yeah, so I don't know. The line is confusing and and again, we you know, eh, try not to be that critical but I mean, I'm not like overly <laughs> excited about this and and it seems like it's getting more and more complicated. Yeah. It's forced at this point. It's like, this wasn't the deal we made. Pray I don't alter it any further. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know. And then we actually have to decide today sort of what we're going to be doing for the next month um, because <laughs> our old list is now out. This was the mm-hmm. last one on our list. We are trying to plan better. Details. The detail, guys. Like what we're actually going to talk about when we record. <laughs> Well, we don't necessarily do that. Just, you know, the main theme, main theme. So, yeah, we've got, uh, we've obviously had, well, uh, we have, what, three more episodes of Bad Batch, mm-hmm. which is crazy to think about that we've been doing this for 13 weeks. Well, technically 12, because we sandwiched one and two. Sure. Um, so, yeah, that that Bad Batch is coming to an end is kind of crazy. Um ton of comics and we're probably going to try and get more into books after that i, w- I would imagine that's sort of they should have plan. a couple coming up here soon i don't know about new no but we had talked about doing well i know we have oh, a sure yeah new jedi order and then there was another a, a book new, that you wanted yeah to do. a new dawn yeah the yep. lead up to rebels yeah i did want to get into that um yeah, I don't know. I, it's it's just been kind of a while since we've really done any. I mean, a, a new dawn is canon, but like mm-hmm. our non-canon series, it's, it's been quite a while since we've did anything with the uh, new Jedi Order. Yeah, it has been. Um, 
I think we had one scheduled last month and we ended up canceling it because we were yeah. kind of just burnt out on books. Yeah. No, you're, you're right. We did. We, well, was it? I don't know. I don't remember the specific reason. I mean, I know we were getting burnt out just in general. I mean, books are fine, but I, I think we were just, I, I mean, I know I had a bunch of different books to go through. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know, when you think about it, it's hard to, hard to imagine where this channel's come from because we're literally just reading one chapter per week and we've gone from that to saying that we need a little break from books we've just really right. diversified quite a bit well i mean at, at the time vector prime i think could have was one of those books that could be done chapter by chapter yeah and then we just decided it's like yeah but the rest of these don't i mean there are some but um yeah no that that was, I, th- I think that was too much, but you're right. I mean, that's how we started the podcast was just really a reread of new Jedi order. That was the whole thing with the podcast. But, you know, honestly, what really changed that was, um, the movies. Yeah. You know, the, the explosion of content afterwards too. Yeah. I mean, last Jedi, uh, solo rise, all that stuff kind of coming out. And we just threw our hat in the mix for that. Mm-hmm. We've kind of just been, I don't know, pulled along by the tornado for quite a while, it seems like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. So it's kind of slow down, get back to what we're really wanting to do with this channel, but it's been fun. Well, I mean, you know, we covering the series is fine. It's obviously stuff we're going to watch, um, you know, future with Obi-Wan and Mandalorian. And, I mean, honestly, who the heck knows anymore about the other series? Um <laughs> You know, one of those sort of like terrible Mike Zero takes. I saw somebody say, oh, you know, I've heard from, you know, all like uh, boots on the ground that like, uh, you know, uh, Kathleen Kennedy is going to be fired and like Gina Carano's, Gina Carano's coming back and all this stuff. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, th- I think actually the more feasible of the two would be Gina coming back. I, I could see that. Um, but yeah, Kennedy, you know, and then I, I went to like, look, because there's, there's always some basis behind this, but I don't know what the, that person was talking about there. Sorry, there wasn't a new Mike zero video or anything out. So Mm -hmm. I I can't even fathom where that came from, but yeah, it's, it's every couple months, you know, Kathleen's out, John Favreau's in. No, John doesn't want it. Dave Filoni's in. No, Dave doesn't want it. (laughs) Kathleen's back in. Yeah. Yeah, the the rumor mill is kind of uh, kind of terrible, but I mean, the, again, the thing was and, uh, that we had we've covered in the past. We everybody's talked about all these series. You know, the the Disney um, was it shareholders meeting, whatever they yeah. want to call it. Yeah, that was what like nine different things. Well, I mean, yeah, between y- yeah, animes and well, the, stuff re- that's so far out you can't even really think about. Right. Well, the only thing that really came to any fruition was Visions. Yeah. Which, I mean. Meh. Yeah. Jedi, Jedi, Samurai, Weeaboo, you know, waifus, I, whatever. I mean, I just, I, I don't see it, but I'm not really an anime guy. Right. Um, but okay. I understand why people do like it. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, what was it? Rangers of the New Republic. Mm-hmm. I mean, Acolytes. Uh, what else? There was other things. I'm just oh, there was not quite a few. You had, a you had Ahsoka. Uh, yeah, true. You had Kenobi. You had Rangers, Acolyte, Vision. 
I know there was nine in total. Yeah, I feel like there's. I just can't. I can't even think about it. Oh well, there was the um, the uh, shoot. What was it? The uh, Mando the, season two. Obviously. No, the, the the director who was like talking about Top Gun, Star Wars, Top Gun. Uh, I don't remember shoot. that one. I well, maybe I can like Google search Star Wars Top Gun. I just remember that um, there was a, a like a trailer, like a reel of her like getting out of a car, and then there's like a, a jet or something. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's um, <laughs> shoot. That is bugging me because I cannot remember. And I'm not going to find it. No, it's just a bunch of like mashups with like Luke, probably with Highway to the Danger Zone, you know, playing in the <laughs> background. It doesn't matter. I mean, I, I can't remember what. And that might have been Rangers, maybe. I, maybe. It doesn't matter. But anyway, well, it does matter, I guess, to some people. I just I just remember the release and like she gets out of like a flight suit. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if she gets into a car or if she gets into a plane. One of the, one of two things, one of two paths. Either she gets out of a plane and a flight suit and gets in a car, or she gets out of a car with a flight suit and gets into a plane. Right. It doesn't matter. But I know a lot of the memes was like, "Oh, it's gonna be Star Wars Top Gun." It's like, yeah, Rogue. Ooh. Is it like a Rogue Squadron or what is it? There, I think there was maybe a Rogue series. Whatever. I, I don't care enough. Although it might, we might be just thinking of Rangers, honestly. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're detail guys. Yeah. But, but anyway, no, I, I you know, th- there's stuff coming. I think probably the most interesting, at least to me, is the Kenobi series. Yep. Um, Getting the, closer. Well, there was some rumor that uh, Tamir Morrison is potentially being, or potentially was cast as Commander Cody. Mm, so, that'd be cool. So they were talking about maybe having Commander Cody in the series, which... Yeah, I think I remember you saying last week, um, you know, Cody was one who didn't get any more like extra love, even despite the fact, (laughs) you know, that he was obviously in the series. So I don't know. Uh, At least I I think canon wise, though, I I thought Cody was actually one that stayed like really loyal to the to the Empire. Yeah, he was like one of the last ones. Well, I believe he dies still serving. Yeah, that's the Empire. But, I mean, it's right before they finally phase out the clones, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's either that or, like, he's betrayed by some of his subordinates or something like that. I can't remember, but I I wonder how they would tie him in. That'd be pretty interesting. Because as far as I know, he never loses the inhibitor chip. Although now, with Bad Batch putting all that into question, who knows? Yeah. Hmm. Man just says his final fate is unknown, at least in one source. So I don't know. Maybe yeah, maybe they'll they'll maybe they will try and build out more of a legacy for the character. Mm-hmm. Cause obviously we saw in the in the prior episode where clones are starting to turn. They're mm-hmm. the inhibitor chip is not uh working anymore, apparently. So who who who's to, who who can tell? Maybe they'll write write more history. Does that mess up anything in canon though? Uh, well, see, that's what I'm. I trying. was wondering about that the other day. Like <laughs> that's what I'm kind of trying to scroll through this just for Cody. This site has a lot more just general stuff. Um, 
Yeah, I, whatever. I, I think I think this is kind of like a deeper dive that I don't really want to do right now. Uh, oh yeah, no, there was. Um, I think that the last thing was you know he participated in the enslavement of Kashyyyk, you know, mm. the Wookiees. I think that was kind of the one of the last, one of the last things. So yeah, I mean, there's a possibility. Maybe uh, Kenobi, I don't know, helps turn him or sees him one more time. One last time. Because, I mean, they were obviously buddies. Right. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But a lot of people, that there there is kind of a back and forth on the whole Kenobi thing where it's like, well, you know, Kenobi, he can't have new adventures or, you know, it's just going to be all Why? Force stuff. Or he's going to have a bunch of new adventures and there's going to be no Force stuff. So why can't it be both? Well, yeah, and that, I mean that's the question. But the 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 problem is is that I think you have to be really careful about overwrite with any sort of you know future Kenobi stories. Um, we had discussed in the past that we we think there will be adventures. Like he probably just didn't stay put on Tatooine. But well, how compelling of a show would it be if he did? Honestly, I mean, well, it would have to be like a short, like one short mini movie, right? <laughs> like what how much can he really get into other than I mean obviously the iconic line about Mos Eisley maybe he's dealt with a lot of stuff in Mos Eisley spaceport but I don't see yeah. centering an entire show around it you just see him at his table smoking a bunch of death sticks <laughs> drinking whiskey space whiskey <laughs> it's like Valancourt finally tried those death sticks yeah <laughs> well you, you know what think about this for a second just, we've already seen it, but what if, like, I mean, they live action the fight with Maul? The choreography would be pretty easy to learn <laughs> if they do a one for one on Rebels. Yeah, and I don't remember. It would be kind of epic, though. I, I don't think they will. I think they're they're gonna keep that in the cartoon, which honestly was really good. But um, do you think we'll get a setup scene for Crimson Dawn through that if they did do that? Because I feel I, like that'd be the only reason they do it. I hope not. Like we'd see Kira in it for no reason nah, whatsoever. Yeah, I, I hope learning they, of his death. I hope they don't. I hope they don't do anything with that. That wouldn't make much sense to me. Uh, I, I mean, I think we're we're going to get his learning of how to join the actually join the Cosmic Force, become like a ghosty ghost. And see Liam one last time. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. would be pretty epic. Well, I mean, I, I could see that. I mean, I think Liam Neeson is, has been out there saying he would be open to it, mm-hmm. so that would make sense. Um, Yoda stuff. We we would have to have something in there about how Luke even knows who he is. Mm-hmm. But I could see some adventures. But you know, it just it, it really it really does all depend. And um, I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think I think it'll be good. But I, I just, I can't remember. that It's very few episodes, if I remember correctly. Is it like four extra long episodes? Yeah, I, like I, I don't I don't really remember. I don't think anything has officially been said about that, but I know that, like, I, I want to say it was, like, maybe, like, four or six. But hmm. anyway, detail, guys. Um, so anyway, after that riveting conversation, how's your week? <laughs> On to the next riveting conversation. Yeah. Uh, not a whole lot happened. I've been working some 10-hour days, so Monday I came to pick up the pressure washer from you and right. jumped right into 
work after that. We we've been doing a little work on um her sister's house. They're doing an addition, so I need the pressure washer to clean off footers. It was sure. a fun day. Real fun day. Yeah. But other than that, just work and then obviously came early today for a little bit longer recording session. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then we're gonna go then, watch baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball. I did I did have a nice Ricky Ricky Bobby night the other night. I went to Applebee's. Oh my god. Applebee's. <laughs> Only because went back to our hometown to do a little steak and shake and Yeah, yeah. yeah. They are closed. Thanks yeah. to COVID. Yeah, we well, we actually <laughs> talked a bit about steak and shake. You know, there are a lot of debates on the internet. We even talked at one point about doing like a chicken sandwich shoot mm-hmm. off for my other channel. Which right now is really the time to do it because everyone's obsessed with chicken sandwiches. Everybody, Every place is everybody doing has it. one. It's crazy. And you know what? Underrated. McDonald's chicken sandwich is underrated. True. It's actually it actually is that might be my favorite menu item on McDonald's. Their new chicken sandwich. Not the McChicken, mm-hmm. which is good on a McGriddle. But like their their new chicken sandwich, mm-hmm. not bad for what it is, for where it's from, not bad. Because I've never really cared for Burger King's chicken sandwich. Wendy's is okay, but I've had some experiences with not great quality chicken, mm-hmm. you know. But then we also have access to like Chick Fil A, which is really good. We have a Popeyes. I've never had the Popeyes sandwich, but we do have one. I'll we'll go to Popeyes before we go to the game. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the KFC one's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's not. I mean, it's, it's the best looking one in the advertisements. Oh, too. well, I mean, sure. They put some effort into that. It, it does look good. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's about it in the real like chicken sandwich wars. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cane's has a chicken sandwich, but it's just three chicken strips on a bun. Yeah, that's not really a chicken so, sandwich. To me. <laughs> I, I remember at one point, like a long time ago, in one of my other positions I held at work, um, the, we did get uh, departmental Cane's. And, uh, you know. <laughs> They sent, they obviously chicken and all that good stuff, but they sent the toast, but then they also sent buns. <laughs> yeah. Who wants buns? Well, because chicken sandwiches. See? Nah. You put the chicken on the bun. No. No. Just want that, I would, that I would Texas put it on toast, that toast, man. Yeah, heck yeah. So, but uh, but no, yeah, there is there is a, a ton of fast food offs. Um, but yeah, the McDonald's chicken sandwich, underrated. But Steak and Shake is actually, I think Steak and Shake's good. It's one of the best burgers you can get yeah. without it, well, going to an actual restaurant. When it's super cheap. Yeah. It's actually super cheap. And their fries do kind of annoy me because they're super thin, but they're not bad. But they're and, always crispy, at least. Yeah, you never true. have to worry about soggy fries. You literally can't get soggy no, fries there. No, But yeah, they're actually, they're actually, they are pretty good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Applebee's, what the, what did you even eat at an Applebee's? <laughs> like, now I'm more curious about Applebee's because I haven't been one in, like, literal years and years and years. Uh, let's see. I got like a Bourbon Street chicken and shrimp. Obviously. Know. Yeah, it's got to be Bourbon Street <laughs> if it's Applebee's. <laughs> and then she got a half rack of their ribs like with a sweet Thai sauce, which was... I like sweet Thai, but it wasn't good for that. It just doesn't work with ribs. That's fat. Yeah, that's just fascinating to me. I, 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 mean, tried, I tried to convince her to do the riblets because I know that was always Dad's obsession when we went there. True. But... She wouldn't go for it. Yeah. I, uh, Applebee's, TJI, Fridays, those sort of, res- they're just dying. And I do like shit. Fridays. I think they're a little better quality than most of those. Yeah. Like O'Charlie's and Ruby Tuesdays and all of that. I, yeah. yeah. I, I think I, I, I did go to an O'Charlie's. 
Never liked O'Charlie's. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, th- there it is. It was fine. The one we went to because it was like a, a company thing. Um, it actually was kind of nice inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, the food was okay. I don't. I don't really remember the food, but it was. I felt like eh, okay, sure, fine. You ever done Cheddar's? I mean, not in a very long time. There's no Cheddar's around here. Mansfield still has one. But yeah, no, I haven't been to a Cheddar's in a long time. I feel like if you were to pick between all of those, they're probably the higher quality mm. of the bunch. But yeah, well, that's fun. Yeah, my week hasn't been but much much different either. It's just been kind of another another week. week. Yeah, yeah, just work and work mainly. You know, kind of. Uh, <laughs> Fielding some calls from a friend of mine who, um, you know, owning a home but not really uh, handy savvy, mm-hmm. you know. So it was, it was kind of funny. Uh, she she <laughs> probably would kick me for telling the story, but uh, <laughs> dishwasher problems. And it was running, running, running. It was like just kept running. It wouldn't drain, wouldn't drain. I, I think she finally got that sort of, uh, you know, I guess at least fix. We'll, we'll see next time she runs a load if I get a call. But like <laughs> the other one was like, how do you take out a strip screw? Well, let me tell you about something, <laughs> you know? So yeah, the, the fun little uh, homeowner questions are always kind of fun. Cause obviously, you know, that's stuff you just have to learn. Yeah. Did, did you tell her first you get a rubber band and then when that doesn't work, you <laughs> Well, no, I, I led off with, well, if you're handy with a drill and you have a normal drill bit, you can do it. But if not, go to Lowe's <laughs> and or Home Depot and get yourself one of the the screw removal bits, mm-hmm. you know, the two-sided with the swirl or the, yeah. the square. Just do that. That's easy. You just easier. need the bit and a hammer. That's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can do it a ton of different ways, but, you know, it just, it just all depends on your skill level with yeah. a drill, really. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, that was kind of funny. But no, nah, not 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 a whole not a whole lot. I've just been finishing up a lot of things at work and trying to get some people hired for another position. So, um, yeah, fun week. What do you think? Comics or Bad Batch? Which one are you more excited about? <laughs> mm, I I mean we- I think Weapon of the Jedi was probably the favorite of the three things we went over for this week. So yeah, let's just roll Bad Batch. I mean right. we'll just get that. So episode thirteen Infested, um, filler. There you know before I watched it, I did notice a lot of people online saying it was filler episode. Uh, kind of surprising the amount of people that said it was a filler episode, but it is what it is, and. Um, Essentially, we get the Bad Batch coming back from a mission, and uh, Sid's, and you actually fell asleep as I was doing my my rewatch <laughs> of it. Uh, Omega said, I think the word that she said was parlor, Sid's parlor, mm-hmm. but the way she said it was like really heavy, and I was just like, her what? <laughs> what did you just say? But I'm pretty sure it was a parlor, but you know, her, her bar, basically. Mm-hmm. And we kind of enter the city, and, and we have a lot of guard, you know, these weird helmeted guards. Um, but again, the parlor was taken over by, uh, was it Roland uh, yeah. Duran, a, a Deveronian? And, you know, we were trying to, like, figure out, it's like, is this person relevant? And no, no, he's not. No, well, the I mean... Whole, the he, whole clan is not relevant. He's not, they're not real, yeah. The, the Duran Crime Syndicate, Issa Duran. I was like, the names sound really familiar, but yeah. 
they didn't wind up being anybody. But essentially, I mean, I guess to make a somewhat longer story short, because this one actually got back to feeling like it was longer. It did feel quite a bit longer. I was kind of doing some tasks as I was doing my initial watch this morning. And I just kind of look at the time. It's like, where are we at? Because I feel like it should be over by now. Well, it was still only a total of 26 minutes. Mm -hmm. Obviously, not all the 26, or excuse me, 27 minutes. Um, They just filled it better than with a lot of episodes. Yeah. You don't have like a lot yeah. of walking scenes and whatnot. So that is kind of a compliment. Kind of. Yeah. Because a lot of what we have, it just seems like things have been flying by. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Roland is... He's a scrawny Deveronian, isn't he? He kind of. You know, well, I'll talk about the other thing that I, I thought about at the end. But he, so he's taken over Sid's bar. They don't know where Sid is. Omega's like, we got to help her. You know, she's our friend. It's like, well, is she? And then, of course, she shows up and she's in the the ship and, you know, we got to save Sid's (laughs) bar. And, um, I mean, again, not to condense too much, but, like, basically, Roland is paying off the pikes with Spice and Sid wants to steal the spice and get rid of it in order to screw Roland, but they're not smart enough to avoid the Pikes and Roland, and so that they get involved at the end of the episode and have to get back the spice to pay off the Pikes to free Roland, who now we're supposed to care about because he's got a heart of gold, even though he's a crime guy and dealing in spice. Two, two things there. Why wouldn't you just take the spice and make your own deal? Yeah, and that that's where that's a, a absorbent amount of spice. It's a ridiculous amount. Yeah, it, the, like the, this is Scarface level spice. Yeah, the, the believability to me got a little bit off for some reason. But I guess to roll through, Sid has like secret tunnel to her office, so they're gonna take these carts, you know, Indiana Jones style. But there's like these weird creatures that are terrified of light. Yeah, there's like an infestation. On Ord Mantell, which I couldn't, which coincidentally, I, for some reason, did not know the planet's name that they were on. It's Ord Mantell. I mean, mm-hmm. we've heard of that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there's an infestation in their mine shaft thing. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, we steal the spice, which coincidentally, so we've never exactly seen spice. I mean, there was a grainy picture that you pulled up. But like we, you, you, you kind of see like the aftermath of smoking spice, and it's always like a red is it, mist. But like, is it smoke? Is it? I mean, what are we doing with spice? Vape not, or something? Vape. I don't. Well, vape nation. I forget where I've seen it, but I've seen like almost hookah devices. Yeah, sure, we get yeah. So, well, I mean, to be honest, again, kids, kids genre. We're they not can only show so much. We're not. Right? We're not going to sit here and talk about drugs. But I mean, I'm, spice. Is I am a drug. surprised they actually showed the bricks of spice. Well, though. you know, and when they opened that, and when you said Scarface, is like, because we we made the joke. Hunters just get take his knife. Yeah, he's and got, cut it open and check. Oh, it, it's all in all the '90s movies. They always had to taste it. Yeah, it's like oh, they just rub their teeth. It's like put it up their nose and mm-hmm. you know all around. Oh, yeah, that's good stuff. But, you know, it's like it kind of like looked like a big old thing of, you know, cocaine. Basically, yeah. it's like, oh, this looks like maybe something we didn't need to put in here. You know, it's getting a little real. Right. <laughs> on that front. Um, but this, honestly, like. 
This episode made me question Sid a bit because like it always seemed like Sid was really well organized and had a lot of things going mm-hmm. for and mm-hmm. set up properly. And she's super incompetent in this. Well, she seems like super small time. That's yeah. kind of the vibe I got. It's like, oh, she's more of a small time operator than what we kind of were led to believe. Mm-hmm. Not only was she able to be just kicked out of her office or her bar parlor, but she also, I mean, really, really backs down to the pikes, yeah. which, by the way, I don't think we mentioned the pikes. They're pikes now. Yeah. Which the pikes, to me, aren't very intimidating. And well, we know, we know a lot of the aftermath with the pikes, so yeah, they kind of came off as B-words to the, you know, like right. Jedi and everything right. like that. Well, so. and also, they even mention here, Sid's part of a crime syndicate on Mantel. It's literally named after the planet so are they really that much lower than the pikes that they're terrified of them like how high up is she does she have no pull with the leaders to protect her like what's going on there yeah uh, that's not yeah i I didn't really focus too much on that personally but yeah i i I get it so not that i really want to like get into that in the last three episodes obviously but it's just kind of odd yeah, it, exactly. It, it it is a little odd, but anyway. So they are able to steal the spice um, by distracting Roland by taking his pet. Like the two yeah. guys who were just in the bar all the time, they took his pet. And then they say <laughs> the continuity in this quick before he gets back. It's like he didn't go anywhere. Yeah, he's he, literally the only one who stayed. Yeah, so they're you know spice napping, and. Um, Eventually, they're found out, and in Indiana Jones fashion, the bad guys, I guess, are after them on carts, and then they wake up the hive, and people die. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And the spice effectively is just thrown down into the nest, so to mm-hmm. speak. So at this point, I'm, I'm actually, we, we usually put the episode up here. I'm just kind of fast forwarding through it a little bit as much as Disney Plus likes to do that. So we have Roland, who is confronted by the Pikes, and, you know, oh, what are we going to do, and all this stuff. It's like, oh, give me more time, you know, classic sort of at blaster point thing. Give me more time. You're out of your depth. (laughs) Um, It's it's not as entertaining. But anyway. You know, I just thought of why we heard this name before kip duran that's probably what we're thinking of (laughs) that could be they that's a good call from yeah from the books i'll be darned yeah that makes sense well roland surrendered and then here's where it gets stupid to me sid and the bad batch just barge back into the bar as the pikes are leading out roland and the pikes have also killed all of roland's men it looks like so this doesn't make any sense you watch to make sure they're gone wait like two days you know what's the rush yeah because now roland's told the pikes that oh yeah she's the one who stole your spice and the pikes confront him there it's yeah you know it it just seems like you could have done this better um and then here's the next thing here which again we know a little bit about the pikes but 
so the so the pikes like they're like oh you're gonna leave the kid here while you go get my spies, and then uh, everybody's weapons drawn. So three pikes versus the four bad batch, maybe Sid with her staff. Um, How do they kill all of Duran's men? By the way, well, I mean the <laughs> the pikes are vicious and all, but it's not like they have like superhuman anything. So my thing is is like. Just blast pikes. Right. But, of course, I will say this, though. It is smarter the way they go just because where pikes are, more pikes will come, basically. Right. Right. So if they did kill them, then it's it's more like a down the road. But it sort of almost felt like on the first watch through that Sid is sort of saying, yeah, they'll just they'll kill us now. Right. It's like, hold on a minute. Elite, they won't elite troops <laughs> versus three pikes. I, I don't really know. I don't know how that all works out. And this is where it starts feeling long to me. Like, oh, we have like an act three, basically. Right. Well, it almost feels like when they walk in there, they should have been fast forward, and then they just set up shop again and all as well. Yeah, exactly. Like, that, that seems like how it would normally go. Well, that's not how it goes. So they have to go get the spice containers that's now in the nest. And, of course, mm-hmm. nothing is ever going to happen. We're not going to encounter, oh, encounter no. these creatures again. The infestation's definitely gone, right? And they didn't eat the spice. <laughs> it was so stupid. It, no, it's fine. But yeah, they do. They secure the containers, but they accidentally knock into one of the carts, and then that jangles around, and the creatures come up, and or uh, Tech has devised a light bomb, which of course we saw coming. Yeah. Which was cool. Graphically, it was neat. Yeah. I thought it was graphically done pretty well. Um. And, you know, here's the other thing. We actually pointed this out. Why is Wrecker so winded all the time? I know. He's so burnt out in this episode. He doesn't mention his fear of heights, which didn't make sense. And now he's just a weakling. Yeah, he <laughs> has no cardio. Yeah. I mean, I get his muscles and I everything. Mean, but You, know, you still. can't skip leg day every day, dude. Come <laughs> on. Yeah. Whatever. But anyway... Uh, Everything winds up being okay. The Pikes don't want to mass murder everybody. They do take uh, Duran's horn, yeah. which then brought me into mind of Visago. And I was like, oh, wait. Oh, no. That, and then eventually I was like, no, 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 no. That's the different people. But Visago had a broken horn, mm-hmm. which he was a part of like the Broken Horn clan or syndicate or whatever you wanted to call it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the episode. But, yeah, they, they try to do this sort of sympathy thing for Roland. But he's like, he's a criminal. He's dealing in spice. I mean, this isn't, yeah. like, good stuff. Like, right. when did we, are and, we de- are we decriminalizing spice in the Star Wars universe? <laughs> <laughs> you know. We're super progressive here. <laughs> yeah, spice progressive. But I just, ooh, I'm about to sneeze. Whew, that almost got me. <laughs> Right in the mic, too. They would have loved that. Oh, I'm sure they would have. But uh, this interaction with Omega and and Roland, it's just like, what? It is a parlor. I I saw it on the thing. So she calls it Sid's parlor. Pala. It was was even more heavy than that. (laughs) Um, And, you know, she's... I remember a friend of mine talking about uh, kind of Omega being a little bit of like a Wesley Crusher. And in season two of Star Trek, Wesley Crusher, they, they do all these like almost PSAs about like mm-hmm. violence and drugs. And it's like, well, why would you do drugs? 
well, let me tell you about drugs, Wesley. Some people just want to run away from their problems. And it was all this, it was this <laughs> crappy PSA stuff to, you know, get kids or whatever. Right. And we're almost, we are almost kind of doing that with Omega right now. It's like, she's a criminal. You're a criminal. <laughs> are we criminals? You know? And so it's like, I, I don't know if I care about that direction enough. I, I just kind of want her to shoot her energy bow and be like a, you know, a BA at something, maybe. Which, which she hasn't for how many episodes now? Yeah, she carries <laughs> it, gets it taken away, and then, yeah, it doesn't really... I just want to see her shoot the bow. Yeah. Rapid fire. Rapid fire bow shots, like Sid. Is it bad that I think it'd be awesome if you finish the season off with Rampart just getting shot through the eye with <laughs> her energy bow? Shoots him in the knee. Took an arrow <laughs> to the knee. Or, or crosshair, and she's just like, I'm crosshair now because <laughs> I shot your cross oh God. hair. You did well. He's got that bullseye around his eye, and yeah. she hits him in the eye. It's like yeah. bullseye. <laughs> you can I'm the a... team sniper now. Bullseye. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, anyway, what else do we really have to say about the episode? It was okay. It was, there were some things about it that were cool, like it was meteor. We actually got quite a bit of content in it. Sure. I just didn't like how it made Sid out to be this, like... Underling. Dumb. Mismanaged. I mean, how does she have nobody to protect that place while she's gone? Right. Like, she, you think about it, Duran brought a compliment of, I would assume, paid bounty hunters, not bounty hunters, paid mercenaries to take care of the place, and, like, Sid doesn't have anything. Yeah. Just her two friends who are playing their game. That's basically it. She's just not prepared for any of this stuff. Yeah, it didn't make much sense. Um, Oh, and by the way, like, Echo is nobody anymore. Like, we don't even really talk about Echo. He gets a couple lines. He doesn't speak, really, and he doesn't use any of his... Well, he he, he shut a door. He did lock a door. Yeah. Yeah, he's just kind of non-existent. He's like a non-entity character. Yeah. And we haven't even had an episode about him. Well, they Record, don't. Records they don't, gotten. They don't really. Yeah, they don't really do that hyper focused episode yeah. stuff very much anymore. I mean, that was kind of, you know, some of the the problems I had with the like the Star Trek Discovery series where they never focus on any characters, and I think that's just because sometimes a lot of these characters are just so one dimensional that mm-hmm. they, I don't know. It, but, but yeah. Which is weird because he wasn't one dimensional in Clone Wars. No. Like before he got captured. That's just different television, I guess. Yeah. Same so, with same with Tech though. Tech doesn't really get a whole lot. He has his one liners, but as far as character development or fleshing him out, it No, there's not so much of that, but he always comes up with some sort of thing in an episode like this was the light bomb. Yeah. He's basically the MacGyver of the episode. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very true. Well, anyway, that was Bad Batch. Anything else we want to talk about before we move to comics? No. Okay. What do you rate it? Do not ten, right? Yep. Uh, I don't want to say it wasn't a good episode, but I feel like eight's too high. Mm-hmm. Honestly, six point eight. <laughs> That's what you're giving it. Yep. It was fine, but yeah. it was it wasn't wasn't it wasn't great. I'll give it like a seven. Cool. Yeah. All, All right. right. Scoundrels ball. Abs. Yeah. So many abs. 
Yes, hut abs. Must be nice to get abs from eating like rats and mice and doing spice constantly. Yeah, for sure. So what did you think about the animation style of this? Specifically Kira? No, just in general. (laughs) I mean, these first panels and everything, it's very bright. It almost seems a little retro. Yeah, I definitely got like almost like a... It's almost like when you go back to origin stories of comic book heroes like Superman or whatever. That's what it felt like to me. Well, there's this... Boba Fett's in here and his feet are white. Yeah. It's like you just kind of stopped animating him. Yeah. Or illustrating him. Yeah. Kind of weird. I wasn't the biggest fan of the first half of the art style. I did like the uh, the big scoundrels ball page. thought that was kind of cool. The art style in general was not all that great, whether it be specific people or... Background. Well, she, I do. I do think Kira was the, okay. Yeah, I think that the first panel Kira is pretty good. But, Kira's um, never really a problem. Bosk is a problem. Well, th- there is there is some lo-fi. There is some lo-fi in here, but basically, as far as stories, okay. So we're at the ball. We're bidding on Han Solo. Yeah. All the scoundrels are here, which is why it's called the Scoundrels mm-hmm. Ball. We've um, got the Huts. We've got the Pikes. Uh, Black Suns. Yeah, the the Empire as well, Mm -hmm. under the direction of the Administrator. Technically, we have the Empire twice. True. Yeah, (laughs) we'll get to that. Uh, Boba Fett is outside trying to get his way in. He wants to steal a ticket or whatever from people, and, oh, it's Bosk in disguise. Oh, I got you now. No, you don't. I blew off your legs. You're not going to kill me, right? You've known me since I was a little broodling trying to kill my father. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to set you up to die. But I'm cold-blooded. So am I. <laughs> and it's not from my race just because I choose to be. Yeah. Oh, so hard. I kind of see what you mean about Bosk. His eyes are super big. Yeah, it's like anime eyes. Yeah. Well, Bosk's sort of ambush doesn't work. Boba Fett literally blows him up, blows his legs off, ties him to a spike, a little spire, spire there. Which is kind of cool. It's nice to see that. Level of gratuitous violence when allowed on a character. Yeah, a little bit. We also have uh, somebody and Sanastaros. Yeah. I don't know who this person is. Like, who this overly Americanized brunette is, but this is not Dr. Afra. I don't even recognize between this panel and this panel. They don't even look Yeah, I know. Like. It's pretty bad. Well, the only reason why I knew it was Dr. Afra is because Sanastaros yeah. has been pretty uh consistently animated i keep saying animated illustrated yeah but like we've talked about this before so dr afra is basically portrayed as as asian Mm -hmm. but sometimes they they give that like i find it annoying in anime when sometimes they like over americanize certain characters yeah you know, uh, given features that wouldn't be technically accurate to their actual, like, who they are. and Well, and just shade, too. I mean, skin color is kind of off on... Well, she's pink. She's always changing. I mean, and again, sometimes this is print, 
you know, different prints look different, but I mean, she looks pink and she just doesn't look like Dr. Afra. Again, the only reason I knew is one, because there's a little bubble that says, see Dr. Afra number 12. I didn't like that. Well, no, I don't either, but they're <laughs> trying to keep it straight. And then yeah. Sana Staros and it's like, oh yeah, that's Sana, but who is this person? Right. Oh, it's Dr. Afra. Hey, you there. You're trying to steal some stuff. What are you doing? They're gonna get your hands off me. What are you doing trying to steal stuff? It's like, what was this? What was this? conversation even about i thought there was a setup for something here it's like oh yeah you're obviously a storm or a clone because i recognize your voice from the old holovids no i'm not okay obviously not clone dude and then you never hear about him again it's like what was the point of that yeah i'm gonna grab you and make you drop your purple drink and i mean literally as a purple drink and like who's it gonna be who's gonna be here rex why would they have anyone here? I don't know. What are you here? Oh, you're trying to steal stuff? Oh, my friends. Hi, everybody. Welcome to my sweet party. We're going to bid on Han Solo, this guy that you I don't... You can kill I, him or not, and that's cool. That I totally don't like, and I wasn't kissing secretly just now. Oh, j- 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 hold on. <laughs> Let me just wipe this off his lips. There's no lipstick there. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- this does bring up a question. Is has Kira, Kira gone so cold now? Like, Or does she have a plan? True, exactly. I to mean, make some money and then free him. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> which doesn't happen right. because we know what happens. Right. Movies. The, the Afro thing was just so strange. The dialogue was strange. The look, it, it, it does irritate me because I actually find myself liking. The, you uh, want to like Afro. Well, I mean, I actually have liked some of her arc in the comics a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And it's like... You, her please, comic has been much more solid than the rest. Yeah, please just stop making her this generic-looking person. Like, give her a look. Stick with the look. You've done it with Sana. You've done it with other characters. Please Just do yeah. it Do it for Afra Because she doesn't deserve well, she, she deserves be, more. She's fleshed out. She has... Yeah. She has a long... She has, like, another 75... Now. Yeah, the, the issue old, comic the old, series, yeah, the old and the series. audio drama, which wasn't our favorite, but still, she's fleshed out. She's not a new character, so let's stop acting like she just, is. They just need to give her the look and make these these uh, these artists, artists stick, stick to, to it. it. Although I think it'd be funny at this point if we did like a Rick and Morty thing where someone did like into the Afroverse and they show all of the different oh, versions. Yeah, they that would be interesting. Well, next we get the bidding. That ensues, and essentially it culminates with Jabba giving a million-dollar bid for Solo. Which is funny because, like, Boba's listening in. It's like, that's not much he was going to pay me for that. Yeah. What the heck? I'm going to shoot him. Yeah. But, like, at this point, what's his plan? Because Jabba's bidding on it. Jabba's won the bid, but he's like, I'm going to get my money back. It's like, but you're going to steal Han from Jabba now. To then sell him back to Java, like well, and that—that's why the last couple panels are are probably more pertinent because we start with Afra and Sana. If Han ever hears about this, he'll never shut up about it. One million credits—that there's our cue. We need to do something distracting right. as she pulls out a little device, and then we move to uh, the administrator. So much for no more bids, Administrator Moore. I thought you can't justify spending over a million credits to single producer of the Hutt's apparently rather strong-willed. Yeah, we all know that. You can't influence them. I guess I didn't realize Moore was a Force user either. Uh, there's some... there. Yeah, her... What were they? Uh, Umbarans, I think. They have some weird thing about... It's, it's like not, connection to the Force, but not yeah, a full connection. I, 
I mean, she's not like, I don't think she's like Jedi, but I think that they do have like a force sensitivity within them. Um, and then, yeah, we get Boba up here and then all of a sudden just in random panel, oh, there's Chewie and and Lando are here. Which was kind of, they made the panel kind of confusing because it almost was like, are they still outside the building? Like I couldn't tell. Yeah. It's like, where, where, where Where is Where are we? This is like a yellow and black backdrop that makes no sense whatsoever. (sighs) Yeah. And then, then even like. Is everybody hearing everyone now? Right. Who's talking to who? Uh, you know, all Leia's on the phone with Luke. It's like, oh, I'll call you back. You know, and then we have this whole thing with like Jabba's like, ah, wrap him up. I'm leaving, which yeah. is interesting. And then you get a black speech. Bubba's like, no. But who says no? Oh my God! It's Darth Vader. The Captain Solo belongs to me. We have some Death Troopers, which is awesome. Yeah, always cool to see Death Troopers. But I did think it was kind of funny because we already had some uh, dialogue with Imperials. Like, why don't we just take him? Why are we bidding for him? It's like, well, we have shaky relations with all these syndicates, and we want to keep it that way. And then Vader just comes and messes that all up. <laughs> That's no, great. He, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't care. He doesn't care at all. Which I don't see why the Empire should care at all about any of these syndicates. They could wipe them all out in a heartbeat. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, anyway, that's pretty much the comic, and we assume that Vader is... He's probably going to get him. ...leaving (laughs) with this. uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they all fight. Jabba's just whipping his tail around, (laughs) smacking Vader in the back. The abbed abbed, uh, (laughs) HUD is just like, Stand behind me and my rocking abs, fam. This is one of the three materials in the galaxy that a lightsaber can't pierce. I have Beskar abs. Oh, my God. (laughs) so stupid. And then someone just shoots him. Oh, but that's my weakness. Blasters. (laughs) All you need is abs and family. (laughs) Are you tired of that yet, or are you still good with it? so stupid. I saw one the other day. It was uh, a Harry Potter one. And it's like showing all the cool things he gets throughout the series, like the invisibility cloak and everything. And someone's like, oh, Harry's got so many things. What do you have? Family. (laughs) And it just goes back to Harry looking up um, with a tear in his eye. Yeah. (laughs) Good times. All right. Well, Weapon of the Jedi. Again, this is part of the adventure series. So kind of, um, I don't want to say dumbing it down, but condensing a yeah. book down for, for kids. and Condensing, yet pretty beefy comic. Uh, it, is, it is fairly beefy. That's why it's a whole dollar more than all the rest yeah. of the comics. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we, we left off with Luke um, entering the temple. and Well, this sort of temple, mm-hmm. I guess. And now he gets to learn stuff like how to... Pull a lever. (laughs) Yes. That takes him a day. How to pull a lever. I can't move the lever. But the interesting thing about this is is we always kind of wondered about, okay, so how does he flesh out the use of the Force, right? Mm -hmm. Between, you know, even going to Dagobah before that, because we kind of get this whole thing on, like, Hoth that he's advanced... More right, um, and then obviously has his further advancement with Yoda. And where are we in the timeline with this? This is pre it's pre Empire. five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he he can't pull a lever, and then he he learns his lesson, 
And then he pulls the lever. Pull the lever! And then he gets balls. <laughs> There's a lot of balls. Training balls. Devices. I don't think that's what he called it, but okay. No. The remotes. The training yeah. remotes. Yeah. Which is interesting because a remote something you control another thing with, but whatever. Right. Who cares? This is space. <clears throat> the final frontier. Um, I thought that probably one of the coolest things in this comic, though is his his learning around the the remotes mm-hmm. because he he's kind of realizing some of the lessons he was taught by Ben some of the lessons that the balls are trying to teach him mm-hmm. and the, the whole thing is is that these remotes are actually they're not testing his yeah, skills yeah they're it's a test it's not really a training device it's a test to see where he's at mm-hmm. and they light him up pretty good yeah <laughs> <laughs> however he he does kind of make his connection with the force he stops relying on his vision like Ben has constantly told him because it's, it's better to be blind, I guess, than not blind. Yeah, and we even get to the point where he's being timed and 3PO's like, you've gone three hours without being his. Like, that's pretty impressive for his skill level. Yeah, I was actually just... Uh, no, was it... Uh, how long is since I was hit? No, it wasn't three hours. Six minutes and 33 seconds. What? I thought that was three hours, six minutes. Yeah, you know, the funny thing was is that I also thought that too, so we both had a Mandela effect, <laughs> but if you actually read the bubble, it says six minutes and, and huh. 30, 33 seconds. Okay, that's more realistic. <laughs> yeah, I think we were both speed reading, you know, trying yeah. to get, get ready, but yeah, the whole thing is, is that it would have been would have been better if it were three hours because I would have been really impressed by that. But so he's like Yoda level deflection skills. Right. (laughs) Well, that's always been the thing. It's like with enough blaster bolts, eventually a Jedi will be overcome. Except, except for the original DVD release of Revenge of the Sith, where the opening menu is Yoda in a loop forever (laughs) deflecting clone trooper bolts. That's true. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, uh, realistically though, a Jedi can only keep that up for so sure. long. When you think about the amount of insight and force ability required for that, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, for sure. Like you're con- you're getting constant, I don't know what you would call it, visions or inclinings from the force within milliseconds of each other sometimes. And having to interpret that, that would be crazy. Yeah, there, uh, there obviously is a little bit of the foresight. Letting the force guide your motions as opposed to you guiding the motion, uh, your, mm-hmm. your emotions. But yeah, it's not going to be able to keep up forever. So anyway, um, and he does eventually get hit again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Quits for the day. Enough training. And then he's uh, confronted by Imperials. Yeah. Yeah. We got you now, rebel scum. I guess we had to have a plot point, but whatever, mm-hmm. it's fine. Uh and of course the Imperials have uh Farney, the the girl. Farney. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, that person. Um and then we, we get the scavenger back in who mm-hmm. is doing his best what Kylo Ren impression here you know, is coming in and yeah the scavenger was had potential as a character i was excited to see what i i 
I thought it was a Jedi, personally. I don't think he's a Jedi, but I think... Oh, no, be... he's definitely not. But at first, when I saw him actually attacking the sure. stormtroopers, that's what I was thinking. No, and, and that would be interesting as well. But uh, I guess, not to get too far ahead, but Luke kind of defeats... I think we'll see it again. We'll see the scavenger again. You think so? Yeah, and like yeah. I said, we we have not read the book, so we're just kind sure. of condensed souping this as much as And the what rest. book is this based off of again? Do you remember? We- Weapon of the Jedi. Weapon of the Jedi. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it was, it was it, like we said last week, it was one of the lead-ups to Force Awakens. Gotcha. So. Uh, anyway, the, the scavenger is kind of able to clear house a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like this one little tiny panel here where Farney throws a rock at a trooper. She just like, yeah. and it has, you know, the, the, like a color line yeah. from where her hands to the trooper. It's like an Ewok thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, some of the dialogue here from the, from the scavenger is kind of interesting. Uh, so you're a Jedi then? I don't think so. You don't have the skills. So what are you? Uh, what was the word the sorcerers used before the Empire came for them? Padawan. That's what it was, an apprentice. But what uh, what good's an apprentice without a master? Nobody's Padawan, the last apprentice of an extinct religion. Care for a duel. I thought that was... So no, yeah. nobody's Padawan, the last apprentice of an extinct religion. Yeah. That was kind of a nice word jumble there. I like that. Yeah. And realistically, in this sort of duel, like Luke... He's not necessarily like coming off super well. Mm-mm. Again, it's always a struggle with Luke and even Ray as well. You know, fully trusting the Force, fully immersing in the Force. But again, you know, they, they weren't really trained. Sure. I mean, know, from he only had so much time with Ben anyway. So yeah, exactly. Well, eventually, the Scavenger does uh, blind Luke, which of course should be helping him because you know, don't use right. your eyes, Luke. <laughs> And then, of course, on top of that, Scavenger also makes a mistake at trying to kill the girl, which, of course, is going to always upset upset old Luke. And then we get a little bit of an element of uh, maybe some beast mastery. Some Yeah. <laughs> some our, our most favorite force ability. <laughs> These are kind of interesting creatures. Uh, Picrons. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they remind me of. They kind of, they're interesting lumpy things. It's kind of weird. He had like a chest piece that it almost made it seem like the chest piece that he slashed was what was keeping him safe from the creatures. Yeah. Not so much that Luke was controlling them. Yeah. Well, he says, oh, my control box, you know, so I don't know. Maybe there is something more to that, but he falls down the pit, which is a classic Disney death. But I don't know. I think we'll see. We'll see him again. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, let's see here. What? Oh, can we, can we just discuss this particular ruin? Yeah. That one, that one right there that basically looks like Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it kind of ends after that. We get the, uh, lightsaber, yeah, pledge. Yeah. <laughs> and I Super pledge cool. to honor Obi-Wan's memory and learn in my father. Okay, guys, time to go. <laughs> we got to go. Hold on. 
Okay, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, again, w- w- this is going to be condensed, but it is it is still a fun little story. You know, he's learning uh, how to wield the force a little bit better, fights some people, saves the girl, makes friends with some animal buddies. Yeah. We'll see what happens in the next one. Kind of achieves something, kind of doesn't at the same True. time. True. <laughs> yeah, sort of. So there we go. Weapon of the Jedi. Two. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of it? It was fine. I mean, it was entertaining. Yeah. I think we probably would have done better to re- just read the book. <laughs> well, maybe we could do that afterwards and compare the two. Nah, I'm good. No? Once okay. I hear the story, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. But I, is I this know. the real story? It's just the abridged version, essentially. Mm. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe. But anyway, there we go. There's comics. Actually, you know what? We kind of zoomed through all that in a relatively short amount of time. Normally, we're much longer, so yeah. not that interested this week, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say we're getting burnt out on the comics, but War of the Bounty Hunters is... Well, it, it's War of the Bounty Hunters. Yeah. It's just not our favorite. I mean, if it, I think if it was like a an Afro-comic or... Who knows, toss-up, if Vader would be something we'd want to talk about much or not. Well, I, I, I feel like it's just because they're trying to elongate a story that really quite simply could be told much faster. I kind of feel like I would enjoy them telling the story more if we did it in all the separate comics, too. Personally, I think it would be if better if they just made a War of the Bounty Hunters mainline and stopped bridging out into the other comics like just stop the other main lines and just do this real quick yeah and then go back because following all the other ones is kind of gonna be a chore now it's kind of a pain in the butt yeah especially just checking to see if you're in the right one like i'm sorry some of these names like sure star wars war of the bounty hunters star wars main line (laughs) it's just stupid (laughs) yeah star Star wars war star wars yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't know, man. I, it's gonna continue. Yeah, like they Probably really the rest of the year. I think. Right. Uh, I think it's for at least a few more months. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We'll be there. We'll cover. We'll cover it. I guess until we just throw down and say no more. Yeah. But we're in it. Yeah. We're in it now. Maybe you know what. End of the year, we might think that this was a really satisfying story, and it just had a really terrible beginning. I don't want to say terrible, but well, no, rough I mean, well, it's it's just you know, I, I think we we like we don't necessarily always kick against the pricks, but at the same token, here we already know what happened to Han Solo, yeah. and I don't know, you know, th- this is actually a pretty common thing. There are some storylines that people say, "Well, yeah, I want to know more," but it's like, but we already know what happened. Um, you can only flesh something out so much before it just becomes super boring. Sure. But you, a- you could make that argument for Luke because I've always advocated for, I want to know what happened post uh, Return of the Jedi to up leading up to Force Awakens. Like, I want to know what he was doing. But some people could say, well, we already know what happened to Luke. He screwed everything up and he turned into a sad sack and now he's milking weird things and spearfishing on his private island with his people, fish people. True, but the difference is we wouldn't be focusing on 
those moments where he was learning to spearfish, whereas we're focusing right now on Han in his least interesting state. Sure. Frozen in carbonite. Well, <laughs> so. yeah, no, no, that it's true. You know, to be honest, it kind of feels a little bit like they said, okay, but like, who's the favorite character of most people? Han Solo. How can we do something with Han Solo in this timeline? But <laughs> not actually have it be about Han Solo. Yeah. And I, I and, and again, I'm fine seeing Kira again. I just don't, it's like, it seems so surface level. I would rather just have that fleshed out than having to see Afra re illustrated for the 10th time as some generic person or like Ab, Ab's, Abdu, uh, Ab's the hut or whatever you want to yeah. call him. I did. I don't even remember the stupid hut's name. Yeah. That particular either. one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ab's the hut and, Darth Vader out to kill his son's friends and for no reason and Boba the Fett uh, Boba the Fett. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Boba Fett constantly saying yeah 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 you know and fighting Bosk for the millionth time yeah and uh, I'm so sick of Bosk I'm so sick of bounty hunters didn't didn't you love that he had to point out I'm a trans Bleh, can't speak. <laughs> Trandoshan, they'll grow back. Like, yeah, good. Yeah, cool. Bosk, I know. Thanks. I, I know you. I know what will happen. I mean, we just read about Skier with his tree arm. Right. We know. It's fine. I don't know. It's just, I wish we didn't have to tie all these comic lines together because, let's be honest, the next few for every one of these is going to be super boring because mm. they can't do much without messing up War of the Bounty Hunters. They can't take you that far away from this action into something else. Mainline Star Wars has been really great up to this point, and it's going to suck here soon, I think. Yeah, we'll we'll see. But yeah, uh, this is the story that they're telling. I get it. It maybe seemed like an interesting premise at the time. But we'll continue on and try not to hate ourselves too much for doing it. But it's it's just... (laughs) It's just meh at this yeah. point, and I'm kind of hoping for something to come up that makes it interesting. It's almost one of those things where you'd like to just kind of leave it for a little bit for a few issues to come out and then speed read through all of them and then do a sure. video to review all three, four, however many is left this uh, month, well, I think this it, coming month. I think it comes down to, I think they're going to do something cool with Kira. That's yeah. the hope. Yeah. but Or yeah. Killer. Mm. But I'd be surprised if they did that. That would be, yeah, that'd be strange. I don't know. I I just don't know. So, well, let's just leave it at that. Yeah, I um, think we have mainline Star Wars coming up, though. So we have to we have to check the yeah. schedule again. But yeah, there's several. We, it, they've just been piling up. The, the comic release schedule has been so heavy right now. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got another High Republic out there. We've got. Yeah, we have six left to do. We have the Adventures line of High Republic as well, if we want to hop into um, that at some point. We might bulk that one day if we if we yeah. need content. But yeah, yeah, we've got a lot more to go. So I, I guess in order to keep this from rambling on, is there anything else we really need to talk about this week? Star yeah. Wars good for this week? I think so. Okay, cool. Well, folks, make sure that you are following us on the social media. We are on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at TC Plan Podcast. But we would really like to hear from you. Uh, give us your opinions on some of this stuff. You know, Bad Batch, 
War of the Bounty Hunters, anything else, any theories that you might be having out there. And again, you can get on the social media and send us something there, or we have an email too. It's tcplanpodcast at gmail.com. So yeah, I think that's about it for us. So you guys have a great rest of your week. And as always, may the force be with you.